Good afternoon and welcome to Markets Midday. It's Harry here for Market Matters on Friday, the 17th of February. Today, uh, we've got a bit of a soft day on the ASX at the moment, down 39 points. It's down 0.55% to 73.69. A bit of weakness on the back of some comments out of the Fed. One of the Fed governors basically talking to a 50-point hike from here. So, uh, a bit higher than expected. Bond yields didn't really move, but equity markets did roll off on the back of that. So it probably suggests that maybe bond markets had priced a lot of this in, but risk markets hadn't quite gotten there yet. In terms of sector performance, there's still two sectors trading up. Utilities is up 1.12%. Stables up 0.39%. Weaker sectors, tech down 2.15% and real estate down 1.93%. The two most leveraged to, uh, to bond yields there are uh, specifically being sold off there. In terms of the hottest stocks, QBE is up 7.99%, A2Milk, A2M is up 5.39%, and Grain Corp GNC is up 3.16%. The hottest, uh, the weakest stocks at the moment, Block, SQ2 is down 7.49%, Imogen, IMU down 5.56%, and Pilbara, PLS, down at 5.33%. Um, obviously, reporting season is continuing. It's a bit of a lighter day on the reporting front today. Compared to the last few days, it's been a big week of reporting. Uh, but QBE will kick things off there. It's obviously the best performer on the ASX 200. Solid full year 22 result there, actually. Big beat at the MPAT line, 770 it came in up for 653 consensus. Gross written premium growth of 13%, really driven by international and North American uh, markets there. Margins were pretty were pre-released, so 10.7, no surprises. Guidance in line, though. So core operating ratio of 93.5% will be slightly down on current. Gross written premium growth of high, mid to high single digits, basically in line. Um, they did come in above that this period. I think this just seems to be a standard guidance sort of range for QBE. That's what they're targeting. Uh, if they do if they do another year like they did this year, it'll be massive. Um, I think market was pretty concerned about um, reinsurance costs there. They've uh, reduced their reinsurance uh, amounts, uh, but they did put in a pretty handy uh, little reinsurance contract there as well that should offset some of that. Um, they beat on an investment income was basically why FY22 was, was a beat today. Uh, and that led to a pretty big dividend as well, US uh, 30.4 cents, was about 10% above market there. Having a look at Westpac quickly, 0.15% higher today. They're out with their first quarter numbers. The re- Westpac are really light on detail in their quarterly, but it, it looks like a, a slight, like it looks all right, basically. Um, capital ratio of 13.13%, oh, sorry, 11.13%. Um, was a little bit below expectations, but there's been a little bit uh, since the end of the uh, the end of the quarter. Let's bump that up a little bit. Eleven point six eight percent. They said on a pro forma basis. Ninety day delinquencies fell five basis points, but thirty day delinquencies were up thirteen basis points. So there are some signs that cost pressures coming through. Inflation pressures are putting some pressures on their loan book. Um, they did sort of talk to, you know, if you think 30-day loan book, what, what that sort of cycling on there. Um, there are some sort of reasons why that would be high, so hopefully that rolls off. Uh, provisions were up 3.5% quarter on quarter. That, a lot of that is to do with their economic forecast from here. We continue to see this slowdown in the economy. Obviously, uh, those provisions will be higher, uh, or those, those underperforming loans will be higher in this next period. Um, it's it's still cheap first peers. The, I guess the one major concern for Westpac today is there was no comment on their cost out program and how that's progressing, and that's what's really holding the market back from Westpac at the moment. 
Having a look at Ingham's groups next, ING, it's down 1.82%. They've had a really tough sort of period. Um, you know, product issues, cost issues. The first half is a slight miss. Revenue at 1.5 billion was okay. EBITDA fell 6% to 210. NPAT down 33% to 27 million was, was basically in line there. The cash conversion though fell uh, reasonably significantly in that half as well. Cost pressures chewing away at that profit. Um, you know, you think feed, labor, supply chain concerns, all putting pressure on earnings. Um, but um, it, it probably looks like that maybe this has sort of peaked. Uh, product issues are easing. They didn't give any formal guidance. They did say that those cost issues remain in the second half. So perhaps that's sort of basing out um, there. It's not getting any worse for them. Uh, and if they can sort of come in ahead of consensus in terms of cost, that will really just drop straight down at that bottom line and Ingham's will do well. So it's actually an interesting business here. Um, I think, uh, yeah, it's one to look at even with uh, some slowdown in the economic growth. Outlook, uh, Ingham's should do okay if those cost pressures come off. Having a look at Asia markets now, Japan's Nikkei is down half a percent. S&P futures down a quarter of a percent. NASDAQ futures down a little bit worse, down 0.4%. Not a lot of US data tonight. There's another Fed speaker going at it um, on the mic tonight, but there is UK retail sales uh, coming out tonight. That's expected to drop 0.3% month on month. So I wanted to watch out for there. But for now, that's all for Markets Midday. I hope you enjoy the rest of your Friday, your weekend, and have a look at, uh, keep an eye out for the uh, Market Matters reports as always.